0: Hey, everyone. Before we dive into Zen Sandwich today, let me briefly tell you about another podcast. The show is called Fred's Front Porch. If you're looking for more informational and inspirational podcasts, Fred's Front Porch is one you should check out. In in a way, the name says it all. It's laid back, so grab a cup of coffee and kick back. It's down to earth, but it is purposely idealistic in a way that will leave you feeling better as opposed to a lot of stuff we see on TV these days. Fred's podcast is sharp, well-written, it's very well-edited, and best of all, it's thoroughly researched. Fred gives you the sources he's citing. I love podcasts like that. I love this one. You you can find this show anywhere you get this one, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and of course on his own site, fredsporch.info. I'll link that page in the show notes. Give it a go and tell Fred that Mark from Zen Sandwich told you about the show that, that I sent you over there. He will love that. That's all. Now on to this episode. You're listening to Zen Sammich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor turned Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring and influential people. Or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. Hey, here we are. Char, short for Charlotte Murphy, is an international best-selling, award-winning, inspirational author, motivational speaker, and attorney, a four-time breast cancer survivor, thriver, and an entrepreneur. She's been selected as top inspirational author of the year by the International Association of Top Professionals. She's the founder of Believe Inspire with Shar Murphy, a company focused on author coaching, book writing, consulting, mentoring, and motivational speaking. Uh, she wrote the international bestseller, Unshakable Power, and is the co-author of Power Up, Super Women, Stories of Courage and Empowerment. Her latest contribution is a chapter in the very soon to be released book, Mission Hope. We'll talk about that. Uh, more in a bit. It's uh, it's actually a series. It's going to be a series of five books, and this is the first one in the series. It's an honor and delight to have some of her time today. She joins me from Arkansas. Welcome, Shara Murphy.
1: Thank you, Mark. I'm happy to be here. Great. Thank you so much.
0: So are you a Razorback fan since you're uh, in Arkansas?
1: Oh, yes. See, I <laughs> got my red on.
0: Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about several topics. Uh, so I don't intend for the whole interview to just be about your experiences as a four-time cancer survivor, your story is so much more than that. I know that you were a top attorney, and uh, um, but that line when someone reads that it it obviously does catch the eye. And uh, my mother passed a little more than two years ago from pancreatic cancer, and so I saw the effects of what chemo can do, and what the end stages of cancer look like looks like up close and personal. And um, so I do have a couple of questions to ask about that experience before we dive into other stuff. Mm -hmm. Can can you describe the first instance, getting the diagnosis, how that felt shock? I'm sure how prepared were you for something like that? And you know, what kind of stages of analysis and coping and grief did you go through in the beginning? Oh,
1: those are good questions. Um, In the beginning Um, well, the answer is no, uh, that it totally came out of the, out of nowhere. Mm. I I was not prepared. Um, and the day that I got, uh, to sit down with the radiologist, I knew something was up because I'd never met with a radiologist after a mammogram before. Mm. And that when um they told me that I needed to wait because the radiologist needed to speak with me. I um, sort of knew, but was, you know, was hoping for the best. Right. Anyway, um, as we were sitting there, I can, I can remember it like it was yesterday. And what he said to me was, um, well, he said, uh, you know, he told me that I had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And then he went through his thing about it um, first and then said, you have breast cancer. And I guess my eyes must have gotten as big as mm-hmm. saucers or something because mm-hmm. he said to me, uh, you look like a deer in headlights.
0: I'm it's not the first time he'd seen that look, but yeah.
1: Well, it, it really, that was really shocking. I mean, that was almost more shocking than the diagnosis at that point, the way that I was, was treated that day. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of, yeah, you're right. He, it wasn't the first time he'd seen it. But when you tell somebody that out of that, it, it's very shocking. Yes, it was. I was shocked, of course. And, um, and it affected the rest of my life.
0: Of course. I mean, like, I guess just heart pounding, mind racing, all that, all those things at that moment. Oh, uh,
1: of course. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was, I had no idea uh, what I would do, um, whether I would be able to still practice because mm-hmm. I, I was a lawyer, you know, practicing a lawyer for 15 years before that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was really interesting, Mark, was that the I guess it was uh, about a week only a week before that, um, I had been with a girlfriend to a, a luncheon where it was a um, a fashion show where all the models had had mastectomies. Oh, wow. and I remember you know getting really tear teary eyed just watching them, um, and they were all just so beautiful, and it, it was like um, it was just surreal to a week later think that's me now. I see. And um, yeah. And then a year later I was on the stage as well.
0: What advice would you give to someone that gets a diagnosis like that for the first time? How how can someone prepare for that? Or you can't, I guess, but.
1: Well, you really can't, Um, you know, they tell us all kinds of things about diet and exercise and and things like that that help prevent breast cancer. but but really, and truly, when it comes to cancer, we still don't know right. uh, the causes or the cures. and so, but I mean, psychologically, how how
0: can you, like I mean, You're right. I mean, we can't predict my, no one would have ever guessed. I used to call my mom, the iron lady, you know, like Margaret Thatcher, you know, because I felt like she was going to live forever. She was just so, such a tough as nails kind of person worked, you know, never missed a day of work in her life. And, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, so for her to get that diagnosis, which was just, you know, jaw dropping for everyone in the family. And I guess my question is more like, is there any way to, Be ready for something like that to to hear that news.
1: Well, to be ready for it, I think it takes a strong constitution, um, and it just takes a a, it really takes a positive mindset. Yeah, I mean, if if you hear it, you can't just all of a sudden think I'm gonna die. Hmm. You know that because. That's not going to get you anywhere, right? And if you think positively, like I did the whole time, and even though it did recur, I kept my faith. I I, I knew that somehow I knew that I would make it through that. Yeah. I, I I can't even tell you how really I don't know. <laughs> to this yeah. day, I look back and think I'm not sure how I did all that, but uh, yeah. So
0: to answer your question, there's no easy answer to that. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. I mean, that's to be expected. Uh, But not only did you get through that, you got through it four times. Uh, So when you got the second diagnosis that it's back, was it reliving those first experiences all over again? Or did you feel like, okay, I beat this once. I'm going to, I'm going to beat this thing again.
1: Yeah. Even the second one was, a little bit shocking. I, I even asked because I had become kind of an expert by then mm-hmm. on, you know, well, let me see them. Let me see. Let me see myself. Show me what you're looking at. Show me what you're calling cancer. Tell, let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I made them show me the the mammogram, I mean, uh, the, the pictures and right. explain it all to me, which I didn't even know enough the first time to do that. Um, and
0: so, so you were it, you were better educated about everything the second time around. knew to look for those things and look at those things and okay, ask questions. Okay, right, ask
1: questions.
0: Yeah, yes, yeah. And I, I think I have another friend who who was diagnosed with a, a type of skin cancer, and his prognosis was something like six months to live. Get your Mm -hmm. get your affairs in order. See the people you need to see to say goodbye to make sure your will is up to date. And that was four years ago. He's still alive and doing well. Yeah. Uh, He he had some money, so he did some experimental treatment stuff that insurance doesn't cover yet. Uh, But his cancer is now in complete Mm -hmm. remission. There's no evidence of it anymore. But he told me actually his wife told me uh, that he does live in somewhat a state of fear. I'm a small, a minor state of fear, but a, a state of fear about it coming back that once you have it, you're kind of always worried about it. Is that your experience too, especially four times?
1: Absolutely. It's not a fear. It doesn't live in my head all the time. I don't dwell on it because mm-hmm. I'm a believer that what you dwell on, we, you know, we create what it yeah. we think. Yeah. So I don't do that, but um, I was told even after, four diagnoses and, um, everything that I went through, uh, uh, including the double mastectomy after my mastectomy, my doctor told me, um, that, you know, it could recur in my body anytime. And that was even after the double mastectomy and all the treatment I had had and everything. And I had radiation after the first, um, the first, the first go round with it. And it, it didn't Mm -hmm. phase it. So I did a lot of alternative, um, treatments as well. I mean, all kinds of things. And really that's what started me on my spiritual path. Mm. What was, um, you know, connecting with, with source energy with, through that.
0: There's a quote on your site. Um, choose to look for the light in everything. Yes. In, In what way or ways is there, was there a positive takeaway, a new appreciation for life? I suppose. Tell us in your words, how having cancer and beating it four times changed you for the better.
1: Well, uh, yeah. And one of my other things is, um, you know, breast cancer saved my life. (laughs) And that's, that's because, you know, and you well know too, as, um, a lawyer and being under that kind of stress. Uh, And I do believe stress is a major contributor to cancer and all other diseases as well, actually. Um, You know, I was under a lot of stress with my own law firm and had had 10 employees in a, and that was back in the uh, early two thousands. And my overhead back then was 40 grand a month. Wow and you know um so i couldn't i basically couldn't keep all the balls in the air anymore um so yeah i mean it, yeah. it 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 allowed me to be where i am now which is truly living my passion and purpose nice and 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 that is something that that i teach is that exactly what you said you find the gift in Everything or the light and everything. The light,
0: yeah, and everything. Yeah,
1: um, yeah I,
0: It's. I walked away from from law practice after about ten years, and uh, my I well, I started as a prosecutor, a criminal uh, attorney. Mm-hmm. And uh, I moved to a big firm in Birmingham, and uh, into civil litigation, working in uh, securities law. And I walked away because of the the toil it was taking on my health, uh, the the stress exactly. level, and I just I you know. It's the most money I ever made in my life, but it, it might also be the most miserable I ever was. You know, I had money in the bank, but it was like, you know, what's this for? Am I, why am I just, I'm killing myself? You know, I'm, uh, it doesn't matter how much money I got in the bank if I'm in a coffin in the ground, you know, so I just, yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. And, and I tried. I mean, I did try because I own my own office buildings, everything, you know, mm-hmm. and I lost my home and, and because you know i mean i just I, I couldn't keep making that kind of money yeah um like you say and um but now here we are doing <laughs> what we were supposed to do
0: <laughs> yeah i'm happier now than i've ever been and i can tell you are as well uh well let's talk about the book it's called uh, the new the latest book uh called mission hope um other than what's uh revealed by the title Itself. Tell us what the essential premise is of the book uh, and, uh, I guess, of the series and about uh, some of the authors or what experiences they write about.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it, this was divinely inspired. This this, this I had no idea that I would be putting together a book with 18 authors. Mm. Um, but I it was one of those things where I, I, I'm sure you've had similar experiences where kind of get that little, little tap on the shoulder or a little bug in your ear um, says, Hey, are you ready for this? <laughs> and
0: all the time I was like,
1: <laughs> um, sure. And so, and I said, just bring the right people at the right time. That was my prayer. Hmm. And, and that's exactly what happened. And it's amazing because the, uh, synergy in that, in this group of authors is, um, well, they all have stories of overcoming adversity Mm -hmm. and having it lead to something better and bigger and better in their life. Mm. Um, Every single one of them now in, in 18 stories, 18, 18 chapters are all completely different. They're all different stories in every aspect you can possibly imagine but they all had hope they all Mm -hmm. had hope that's what they started with and um yeah so that's that's really how it came about and and then I also just again was inspired to do the series of uh the follow-up books um so Mm -hmm. that's
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I I love the idea of the first one, hope, because, uh, you know, most of us, I want to say all of us, maybe not all of us, but most people can look back and and see a rock bottom point at some point in their life, whether it's a cancer diagnosis or Mm -hmm. through uh, their own bad behavior or whatever. But, you know, we all at some point or most of us hit a kind of rock bottom and Mm -hmm. mine, I've had my share and it is hope. That gets you through and keeps you fighting and fight and clawing yes. your clawing your way out, you know, of that bad situation. Exactly. And and it, often, or making yourself even better off than you were before it it all fell apart or whatever.
1: Exactly, and that you discovered that so beautifully, <laughs> um because that's that is that's what it that's the premise right that there is, is that um, it, it, we think when we think we have. You know, lost it all, and that it it couldn't get any worse. Um, We we find hope. We find somehow we find that hope just to Mm -hmm. hang on and to um, keep fighting and hope for the best.
0: What will the next? uh, It's a series of five, right? What are the next uh, potential titles or or themes? Um,
1: Finding Faith. Okay So that one would be of obviously tied into how did how did your it's really hope and faith kind sure. of a thing you know where those both play together. Um, and then uh, uh, faith, love, joy um, and gratitude
0: hmm. nice.
1: Faith, hope, love, gratitude. okay Joy, gratitude. Sorry.
0: Well, no, those are all excellent topics. And uh yeah, mm-hmm. I've got we could have we'll, I'll have you back. We'll we'll do five of these.
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> great. That's yeah.
0: awesome. Um, so how can folks find out more about you? Where can they buy the book? Uh I mean I you've got a website, believeinspire.us, correct?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: And you offer services there, book publishing, writing consultation?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh yes.
0: Okay, I'll link that stuff in the notes, and uh, I assume people will be able to buy Mission Hope uh, on Amazon.
1: Yes, and probably some other platforms too that will be you know shared by all the authors. And I just encourage everyone listening to um, look for your favorite author, look for your you know because they've been out they've been out on social media and mm. LinkedIn and Facebook and. Um, talking yeah. about it, I'm not really talking about their chapters so much as um, as why they did it, what inspired them to do it, and and they all just are brilliant. So,
0: yeah, um, I, I recognize and, um, the f- yeah, I recognize a few of the names. Uh, in fact, there's one uh, IPEC that uh, I wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I knew I'd mispronounce it, but I've been, she's been on my radar for a while as someone I want to have on the show. And uh, yes. I've actually, I listened to her. I use the, she's a voice or a, 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 a guided. Uh, she leads a guided meditation or a few, several on mm-hmm. timer, I think. And I so Inside I've, yes, yeah, so I've like listened to her and I'm like, I need to get her on the show. And uh, so she's probably coming yes. up on a future episode as well. Yeah, um,
1: good.
0: Yeah. Um, well folks, that will do it. Uh when it comes out, uh, it may be out by the time this uh this is published. Um or it, it should be around the time that this episode comes out. Go by Mission Hope. Uh do that first, and then uh after you do that or while you're waiting for it to come out, if you got three bucks, you can support this show at patreon.com/slash sandwich or just make a one-time donation of any amount that suits your budget through red circle or PayPal with red circle. You can just click a button. And uh, for PayPal, all you need is the show's email address. That's all you need for PayPal. The, uh, and that is Zen at gmail.com. Uh, all that stuff will be in the, the notes. If you want to help out the show, but go buy mission. Hope first we can, um, we can all use the support. Shar, um, you're a fascinating person. It is such an Thank honor. Thank you. Thank you, you so far. much. I'm so I've wanted to have you on for a long time and we we couldn't ever make it work with our schedule so I'm so glad we finally did. Oh uh, me too. Yeah, it's an honor and pleasure. You're an inspiration and I appreciate your well, time.
1: Thank you so much. I'm honored.